Diamond Studios Podcast Season 3 is here. Every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m., join us for the Ace in Studio Podcasting. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That was polluted by Namaste. Being in the key of E at first, and then. <laughs> That's so I, cool. I couldn't hear that at all. <laughs> no. Wow. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Studios podcast. Hang on, we're giving everybody's phones back to the other person. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, means a lot that you're here. And as always, we're joined by the one and only Kevin Bags. Hello. Jonathan Boucher. <laughs> and my name is Nathan <laughs> Collins. Oh, man. Today's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, but before we get started, hey, make sure you leave this podcast a five-star review or just let us know what you think about it in the uh, the review section. Also, follow us on Twitter. At uh, Life and Diamonds, and also, did I get that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, also, um, Instagram and Facebook, Diamond Studios Lid. You should uh, follow us. Well, today we're going to talk about songwriting visions and uh, uh, walk you through the processes of times of writing songs. It's it's going to be awesome. But before we get to that, we have. A special sponsor for today. Um, I believe it's one of the newer, the newer businesses in downtown Tacoa. This episode of the Diamond Studios podcast is brought to you by Curhe Women's Wellness. With nearly 15 years of experience as a physical therapist assistant, Carrie Power opened Curhe Women's Wellness with the vision and goal of offering a prevention-based wellness alternative for women here in Northeast Georgia. Curhe Women's Wellness offers a variety of one-on-one sessions to assist women in better movement and a better quality of life. Carrie specializes in functional movement screenings to identify and correct faulty movement patterns, balance, flexibility, and bone building exercises. The Curhe Women's Wellness has so much more they can offer. So to find out more, head over to curheww.com. That's curheww.com. Or go visit them inside the Longevity Bar located right here in downtown Tacoa today to uh our little warm-up our game our icebreaker uh whatever it's called we're gonna we're gonna do something called watch your mouth there's so much ice between us there's so much ice between us it's because i played with the ice climbers (laughs) 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 on super smash bros but uh we're gonna play something called watch your mouth basically (laughs) um (laughs) you have to watch your mouth so if you say, you know, <laughs> I can't, we hear, can't it. hear anything. So <laughs> the uh, 
I'm I'm just gonna assume those were perfectly bleeped. That's fantastic. All right, so I have a list. Uh, there's 50 things to choose from. Um, and uh, they are phrases that we have to read. Um, away from the microphone. Let's like move the microphone so that we don't have it ASMR. Yeah, I don't. It sounds gross. So, um, we're gonna read these phrases, but not out loud. But you have to guess what that person is reading. And these are things that we found on this really, really great website called Quizlet. This is exciting. I like Quizlet. So, um, let's let's do five or the first one to five. No, let's just do five each. Five each. Yeah, that's fifteen phrases. That's plenty. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. I'll start with <laughs> oh, great. So y'all just guess what I'm saying in the mic. Okay. Okay. All right. Hippopotamus. Poop, poopy pants. Grand Turismo four. I saw a hippopotamus woman. <laughs> Wait, do it again. Something poopy. I keep seeing poop too. Move, move Hi- your mouth more. Hippopotamus poop. Wait, what? Hippopotamus poop. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's, yeah. So, that's what it is. That's right. so specific. So we'll go that way. All right. So on the on the thing, just swipe, um, swipe right. It'll give you three dots. Tap the three dots, and it'll reveal your um, your your phrase. Hippopotamus poop. Um, okay. Yeah, I heard Wait, that. Which, one. which button? What does the screen look like? Oh, never mind. You got it. What? Wait, does it still say hippopotamus poop? Yeah. Oh, swipe right. It's got three dots. Mm-hmm. Tap the three dots, and it should flip over. This is really funny. All right. Oh, Kevin's mad. Co- <laughs> but <What>? oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. The Batman to Bad Popper. <laughs> You're whispering a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's bad. I, what? The, 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 the mailman is a bad popper? The Batman's a bad ball player? Bad ball player? The mailman. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, the mailman. The is mailman a is a bad player. ball player. Wow, all right. This is really awkward for the listeners. Yeah, this is kind of weird. It's kind of fun, though. Yeah, it is. Maybe we should just do two apiece. Swipe swipe right. Let's do two apiece. Yeah, swipe right. And then tap the three dot dot dots. And then do your thing. <laughs> oh, no, what did we get? We got Kevin <coughs> getting ready. Hot dog waters and beavers. I, I want to go watch Justin Bieber. I like Justin Bieber. I. I what? <laughs> I. <laughs> I just washed. I just washed your boyfriend. 
I need to watch the beaver. I'm getting beaver. That's all I'm getting. I kissed a really white beaver. <laughs> I need it's <laughs> not it. <laughs> a really white beaver. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're saying something really provocative. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we just don't know. No! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I I have no idea. I don't know. I I give up. I'm a whitewashed beaver. I have no idea. What is it? Kevin's really bad at it. What are you blaming me for? I'm enunciating the best I can. I need a window washing beaver. Oh. What kind of phrase is that? All right. A window washing beaver? All right. So we've talked a little bit about like um processes and stuff. Right. For songwriting, mm-hmm. uh, let's dive into that some more. Okay. So let's elaborate. Like, let's go around the room, and uh, let's er- elaborate on songwriting visions. Um. So we we know that whenever we sit down to write a song, there's some form of inspiration. Right. You know, like whether it's uh like you know a classic as love, you know, or just like. I know for us, a lot of times, it's just our art gets cooped up yeah, quite often because of our line of work. And we don't have the freedom to like, just create whenever we want. Right. But, um, so let's talk about uh, a songwriting vision. So what do you guys, what do you guys find yourself most inspired by? Like when it, when the beginning of a song, what are you typically writing? Um, and I know it's a spitball question because you can yeah. be anything. anything yeah. But most of the time, like for me, um, you know, my production style is emotional, right? Mm. And it typically comes from a state of being um, overwhelmed. Yeah. So like that's typically where things start. And then it leads into something else. But we'll get to the something else. Right. So where where does it typically start with you guys? Like what is your massive I think inspiration. I think the a lot of like what in the past when I've like done it more and more, um that was really confusing, but just keep going. Whenever <laughs> I've whenever I've consistently written, I feel like um I had a general I something inspired me in the moment, like whether it be like a situation or something that <laughs> I'm a, I'm physically seeing and making some metaphor yeah. metaphorical thing in my head. Um, I typically would have like a complete thought of lyrics surrounding that and trying to just kind of. I don't know if this is making sense, but it's kind of like. The initial vision is where I want to go lyrically, essentially. And then trying to f- find the right melody for that, I think, a lot of times. 
is how it's gone for me. But the, the initial vision, though, is like, I have the idea I want to go where I want to go with this song. Like, if I want to sing a song about how politicians are corrupt and they need to be corrected somehow, <coughs> like, then I'm going <laughs> to, like, that's where my vision is going yeah. in that sense. Where, like, even if my lyrics aren't exactly what I want to say in that moment, um, like, lyrically, that's, lyri- I guess I'm trying to say lyrically, like, Writing things down, maybe is I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. But I know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm just not articulating as well as I. Would there's like. there's some musician listening to this right now. They're like, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody else I is like, what, what the, the crap? Kevin's on drugs. Yep. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's I think it's just having the understanding that like I, like of where I want to go lyrically. Like mm. a lyrical vision, I guess. So I guess it's more like I know what I want to say, but how do I make people feel it sort of thing. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Interesting. So you write from like who's going to listen to this standpoint? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it is just for me and I'm trying to process things. Yeah. And it does come from that. Like my, I literally have to write my thoughts on a page to understand what I'm feeling sometimes. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I get that. <laughs> and even if they're not in song form, I have to. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? How does your um years typically start? Yeah, they're currently know. trying to um. We have a wireless there charger in the studio. <laughs> they're trying to get it to work. Um, <laughs> so it's just a really long <laughs> silent yeah. part. Okay. Um, it's okay. Usually, um, I always start off, I'm probably like working or something, and then I just, nothing box a phrase into my, into my brain, just kind of pops in there, and then um, I kind of finish it in the thought, and then it becomes a verse, and then usually the last thing I do is, usually I get a verse under my belt, and then I go back and do the chorus. Hmm. It's kind of weird, right? So you know, you you don't base anything off of like. I mean, I do, but I don't. Emotions or <coughs> you just nothing box I it mean, into it, existence. A lot of it all comes from emotion, but yeah, an emotional place. But it's like my subconscious. Hmm. Deep down inside. Deep down inside, and then cryptic. Um, I come back and come up with a chorus of some sort that will come, like tie it together. So it's almost like, I mean, I know Jeff Tweedy's talked about this, and I think you do it re- before you knew about Jeff Tweedy doing it, but it was like the, almost like subconsciously, like, like you uh, you believe that everyone has a song that they're they're writing, yeah, and you like subconsciously you you know what you're trying to write, but you like almost have to figure it out. Like when you're at work and just you get an idea, right? Like that's when I get a lot of my ideas. While I'm like working. For some reason, it's a weird thing. So it's like you have pieces of your vision, but you have to like put them all together. Is that accurate? Yeah. Um, but that's usually just for like one verse, and then I find myself coming up with a chorus, and then needing to come up with more verses. Yeah. And that's when like the writing 
the true writing begins. Yeah. On the except for um, there are exceptions like uh, times are strange. Yeah. That was like the reverse, where I mean we were in you were with me whenever I came up with mm-hmm. the chorus for that when we were messing around with the piano. Yeah. And then like months m- and months later. I came up with the verses, and then it became about something, but it wasn't right about anything. Those are the coolest. Yeah, <coughs> it's interesting because, like, I feel like our, <laughs> I feel like our, like, at least for, like with me and Jonathan, like, I feel like a, the vision is like, it's it's clear, but it's not very clear of where it's trying to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like we know like kind of the idea of where we're trying to go, but it's not like it's not so specific. Like yeah. someone could like put their own meaning into it. Yeah. I think y'all just have like a stylistic understanding hmm. between the two of you. And yeah. it kinda leads down not the exact same path, but a similar path that leads to because, like I mean if you think about it, whenever all three of us are writing a song it's com- it's like so it's uh, it's like so different far out far in right field somewhere yeah like it's not anything any yeah. of us would do solo no like it's really wholesome it is sometimes it is like it's like the three peters getting yeah. together exactly yeah. you know <laughs> playing fingers at each other <laughs> oh gosh yeah so um so I have all this kind of planned out mm-hmm. on how we should like talk about it. Right. But no one has the same song structure. Um songwriting processes. So the structure of this podcast might be hectic. Oh no. But we're going to try it. So basically I'm looking at a song in quarters, right? So you got a verse, chorus, verse, the bridge. Right. Right. So he has four parts of a song. So it's twenty five cents each, because that's how much you get paid from streamers after one trillion streams. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> that was exaggerating. Mm, kinda, they kind of rip you off. Really, but yeah. yeah, but uh, anyway, so um, so we've gone through the process of uh, we're here, we're writing our song, we've landed. Um, through inspiration, we've landed on on a tone of a song, which normally for me it's somewhere between. Um, musically, it's like really dark and cloudy, and rainy, and lyrically it's like hopeful. Hmm. There's a healthy medium there. Yeah. So the process to get there. Um, so for that first verse, I typically find, um a solid either chord structure or like a pad sound or a synth sound or something mm-hmm. um, that can carry the mood of the song. Yeah. And then I'll find that drum beat, assuming it's not like an acoustic thing. Um, but then that will translate into some form of lyrical mm-hmm. content in my mind. So that's pretty normal. I mean, that's is that the same for y'all for the first verse? Yeah, it depends if I'm doing lyrics or music first. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, because if I'm doing, um, if I have a lyric down, obviously, it, I kind of do them together. So it's kind of hard to like really 
say just lyrics. But sometimes it is just lyrics. But a lot of times I have a melody in my head. Whether that melody will stay or not, I'm never exactly sure. But a lot of times it'll be like, I hear like a similar, similar like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like I know the, I know the vibe of the melody I want, but I don't know the exact melody yet. Yeah, I just hear a fake melody in my head with the lyrics I've written down. But I know it's not yeah. the melody. <laughs> this stuff is so hard to explain. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't realize you do music first. No, lyrics first. Lyrics first. Usually. You do music. Music first. Well, no, you do both. You do, like, melody. Hmm. I don't know. You do a mixture, I feel like. Yeah, I just do whatever. <laughs> do whatever is I feel. I typically do both at the same time. I usually have, um, like, everything in my head. And then just kind of spew it out. Yeah. Or it's usually, like, I have, like, the rhythm and, the like, the drums and the... Like, if I'm doing acoustic guitar, I have, like, you know. That rhythm and the chord structure? Or what kind of, like, tying. And like that's really interesting. Yeah. All right, so let's talk, like, that. that's such a such a oddball um, question. Or, what is it called? Was it, like, a crazy thing? What? Um, shot in the dark question. Yeah. Basically. Um, so, all right, so say we're riding. We're about halfway through a song. And 90% of the time, there's this one thing that's going to shift the entire song. Mm -hmm. Like, say you were going for, like, a piano ballad, but then you come across something, whether it's a lyric or a guitar sound or a tone. Like, you guys are writing, and then all of a sudden I walk in, and I'm like, what about this or this? Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. we had two different songs, and we're like, how do we combine these two songs? And then we did it. Because that literally happened. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly, yeah. And we're halfway through the song. Yeah. And now, like, the rest of the song, you're like, oh, crap, how do we do this now? <laughs> you have to restructure <laughs> how you're writing the song. Yeah. Um, Oh, you don't have to, but it makes you feel like you need to. But uh, I think for for me, it's typically a tone of something. So, like, I don't know, I will find uh, just a really nice sound that complements. It might not go perfectly with it, yeah. like the mood of the song, but it complements it enough. And then it'll switch the entire, like, where that song is going to go. Right. Um, I have a lot of those on this album I'm working on. It's pretty interesting where normally the things that I used to create would be a lot of like, I guess, looping. Yeah. Like copy and pasting. Um, but now it's more all the way through, like organic. Yeah. Like I'm ending that the sound of the end of the song is completely different than how it starts. Right. Like completely different. And it's a pro it's the it's what I'm talking about. I'll find that sound, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. It goes perfect with this. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I wish we could just release all the music. 
so people knew what we were talking about. But I think not ready. I think another thing that plays a factor into at least how I do it is <coughs> like also like tone and lyric tone and lyrics as far as like what you're saying and how you're saying it. Yeah. Um. Because like I feel like if I'm writing like like a song with more like like cheeky vibes, tongue in cheek sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It can, it'll probably tend to be like eighty percent of the time. It'll probably tend to be like a faster, more upbeat, but kind of like more of a driving song. Usually, there'll be cases <coughs> where it won't be like that. Obviously, yeah. but um, I think I think like what you're saying also depends on like where the direction of that song is going as well. Yeah, that's I a that's a great thing because like. You could say something like, um, like say at the beginning of the song, you're yeah. like, you love me? Yeah. And then at the end of the song, you're like, you love me? Yeah. You just change the entire meaning of the song. It's true. You're just going from a question to a statement. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's... Wow. I love being tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, Jonathan's really good at I can't, it. I can't not be it. <laughs> I think it's definitely part of your uh, your writing essence, yeah. essentially. But then I also think of like another thing with tone, is I think of like song, especially Twenty One Pilots does it a lot, where they do like <laughs> happy sounding songs with like super sad lyrics. <laughs> yep. So like, uh, like this is a happy song, but the, the lyrics are so interesting. Like, uh, like tear my heart, for instance. Like the imagery that he uses, like um, <laughs> she's a butcher with a smile. Yeah, <laughs> cut me farther than I've ever been. That could be put into a metal song with minor tones and just work just as well. Yeah, but it works in like a happy, like like piano driven. I don't even know what to consider. Poppy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Because, like, how how do they make that tone work as far as what they're saying? I think we're running into that now, like, on like everybody on TikTok doing covers. Yeah. Especially the metal. Yeah. Like, whenever Stay came out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But there's a band. There's a metal band. I don't know who they are. But they've been covering, like, all the A-list pop songs. Mm-hmm. They've been covering all of those as, like, punk rock. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like the uh, pop goes punk or punk goes pop. Yeah, but they're just on TikTok. Yeah, another generation is going through it essentially. That would yeah. be interesting. What pop goes punk? I think so they they, like, they do have that. Like Justin Bieber uh, doing yeah. a Blink One Eighty Two song. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. That would be really interesting. I feel like you're just getting into like BB One Radio. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean they do it. Yeah, like they have like A list pop singers who do like. Classics. It's true. I saw a uh, video. Mm. I saw a video of a girl playing. Um, she was doing Redbone like acoustically. I yeah. thought that's pretty good. That's that's sick. You can't sing all the lyrics, but she was doing it. <laughs> she was singing all the lyrics. Yeah. Every single one. I haven't seen it. It'd be cool though. It's really awesome to see. Yeah. Because I, I feel like for. On people that are, I guess, viewed as cliches. Yeah. 
it's kind of a way for them to show their real talent because mm-hmm. most of those people are there they are who the label wants them to be right and like opportunities like that allow them to be like normal humans you know right you know it's, it's fun so what's your um what's your preference for writing alone or like in a group setting I feel like I used to like say group. I feel like I've been more like like writing on my own has been more productive recently for me. Yeah. Ironically. I enjoy the uh, the idea of writing with people, but I get my best stuff alone. Yeah. Yeah. I've been finding that out too. Yeah. I've always been like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I like mm. the idea of collaboration yeah but. yeah like being in a group is fun um but i don't know there's something like when you're alone you can let your walls down you know yeah like if you wanted to add a ridiculous scream you can do a hundred thousand you know <laughs> takes yeah. of it yeah without any anybody watching any judgment and, and then yeah. you get that one perfect take and you're like score sick yeah that's it I think for me, it's just, like, I still get nervous whenever I show people, like, I show you guys, like, songs. Yeah. I still get nervous. Yeah. I, like, There's that, that awkward moment where you're, like, floating around the files area and the computer, like, do I show them? Do I not? Am I ready? Is it done? Always. And from then now <laughs> on, just show it to me every time I walk in. See, I feel like... I feel like I might be like the opposite way around, ironically. That's weird. Really? Yeah. It's like I'm open to showing people stuff. I was going to say, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, I don't know. I view, I guess I view criticism as a way to grow, and I'm not afraid yeah. of taking that criticism and running with it. I don't even think it, it's criticism. I don't, maybe it is, but it's just an introvert thing, I think. I have this deep, deep thing that would probably come across as, like, selfishness mm-hmm. to most people. But I just, I have this deep thing in me that, like, anything unfinished, mm-hmm. it can't see the light of day until I'm done. Interesting. Um, just, I mean, there's the obvious of, like, being burned too many times. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's also one of the reasons why I prefer writing alone. Um, one of the most annoying things on the planet. So, the atmosphere of writing with a group is phenomenal. Right. But there's this really annoying thing where that happens and most people don't catch on to it but like I'm I'm an observer yeah. so like I tend to watch other people and you can say an idea or sing an idea or play an idea mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily the right time right. you give it two hours and someone else will play or say that same exact idea that you planted subconsciously into them. Right. And then just because it's two hours later, it's the best idea ever. Oh, jeez. I hate those moments. Because then whenever you, whenever it comes down to like in the music business where you're making money, you have to bring out that split sheet and you have to try to argue that case. Yeah. If it's worth the argument. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I... Those annoy the mess out of me. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it's the same with, like, we listen to music. Mm-hmm. 
And so everyone knows there's nothing completely original anymore. Right. Like something that you've heard in the past is going to play a role in what you create today. And so it's the same exact thing whenever you're in a writing in a group setting, you're just like influenced by everyone around you. Right. And something that you create in my mind, is it truly completely yours? You know? I mean, it is the beauty of collaboration. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... It's like you almost want to, like, save the your really good stuff for, like... Like, if you know it's really good, you're like, I'm going to hang on to that. <laughs> yeah, because then once you get behind closed doors, everybody's going to take credit for the good parts. Yeah. And if that good part is yours, it just... It's a sucky feeling. Yeah. I've been there. It just hurts. Because then bigger, better opportunities come up for those that write the good parts. Yeah. You know? Um, how did we get here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh the criticism. Like, oh, from yeah. like me sharing my music probably too much. Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of times, like whenever, whenever you guys are mixing in here, I'm not in here. Really? Yeah, that's why I'm not here. Or whenever you guys are writing or working on something, I don't come in here. Because in my mind, you guys are Hotel Street. Right. And I've got like Nathan Collins stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, like, I don't want, like, I want it to be Hotel Street. Yeah. Unless Nathan Collins is invited to be a part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know. Maybe that's too segregated, but. No, I think, I mean, I think that's a good. Makes sense. Like, I think as far as, like, just general boundaries go for, like, artists, I think that's a healthy thing. I mean, yeah. obviously, like, you're always welcome to sit down things. Like, yeah. like, I feel like that's known between us. But I think it's a yeah. good boundary to have, especially with other artists that you Definitely. might not know what their process is. That reminds yeah. me, we got to uh, <coughs> credit Nathan Collins for hand claps, hand uh, gang vocals. And gang vocals on <laughs> Times Are Strange before we really <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what if we even put that like in the, t- the song title featuring Nathan Collins? If, if like, Where we, is he? <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> if we put our first album on vinyl, we'll like write it out in credits on the cover. Um, <laughs> no, y'all were playing it in here yesterday. Uh-huh. And uh, Destiny walked in my office and went, Hey, are you in that song? I was like, Yeah. She was like, I hear you. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, that's funny. That's great." Yeah, your your voice is heard in it. I can hear your voice in there. It's unique. It is. It's so weird. Not weird. It's just unique. Especially, oddly, <laughs> especially on the just for me is when I can hear you the most. Mm. Yeah. Just a random thing. They don't know yet. <laughs> they don't <laughs> know We're yet. Spilling the don't. secrets. Uh, <laughs> you let all that know. They're gonna well, know. Guess you got to release it tomorrow. Got to release it tomorrow now. I guess. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Dang, we should have just talked about like writing chemistry. That too. I mean, that was... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well. Oddly enough, that this, is, this is a random thing, but yeah. the most fun I've had in the studio is when we're all doing gang vocals together and yeah. clapping. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably the most fun. Yelling and hitting ourselves. Yeah. I It goes like... I don't know. The most fun... Well, that and other things that we can't talk about. Yeah, we can't talk about here. 
Y'all make it sound so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Fam nights. (laughs) What? Zelda. Zelda. Oh, I see. And the button's green. Um, Gosh, I was going to say something super... Oh, 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 oh. Um, Yeah, there's this really fun thing... Um, like we all three of us enjoy kind of chaotic energy, you know. <laughs> yeah, so much. And yeah, a <laughs> little too so much. So much. So, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out right now. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting um, crazy. Getting crazy. Um, but we all love chaotic energy, but we also love like the creative aspects of everything. And so it's that feel, there's no there's no feeling like the one where like let's talk about the gang vocals on on y'all's song right right where I was sitting in my office and I was doing what whatever I was doing and then y'all y'all were in the zone in here mm-hmm. and then y'all just come into my office and be like yo we need extra voices and then y'all just told me what to say yeah. when to say it. Showed me the timing, and then we were like, "Let's do it." So like, it was organized chaos through a musician to another musician, where we got to channel that chaotic energy yeah. into something creative. That's like, and it's beautiful. It's great. It's, it's Bundy as well. Oh yeah, Bundy. Yeah. Bundy, um, drop out of college. Let's yeah. just drop out. Just drop out. That's the name of the song. I mean, <laughs> I'm not telling you to drop out. It's your choice. Um. But yeah, it, it's fun. It's fun. Those are those are fun. See, all of those songs, I think I think what makes them so beautiful is everyone had like a direction, you know? Like you guys were the lead right. on your song and then for, for like dropout, I was the lead on that one. And everyone like said, This is what I want. As an artist, you're like, This is what I want. Right. Do it. Hmm. And then everybody's like, Cool. Cool. And then it's just something about jumping into that songwriting vision and then bringing other people in that don't question anything. They just like join in on the vision. Right. And then you get buttes. Hmm. It's fun. <gasps> anyway, anyway, it's fun stuff. I, I'm hoping this made sense. <laughs> I feel like. We it's just, a really hard concept. I it is like. so difficult. It's probably like a, f- a ten-parter like video series, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that you could like draw it, out yeah. for a while. It'd have to be a visualizer. Yeah. Type thing for you to really understand. Yeah. Because you can't. I don't know. You just can't say it. Who knows? Maybe we'll drop another um. Uh, diamond. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, diamond. <laughs> Project 2000. Project 2001. Oh. Oh, no. I guess that would be like the remix, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. That's, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. We could remix Project 1000, go 1001. Hmm. And we could have up to 999 remixes, remixes before we hit 2000. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so many remixes. <laughs> The refix. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, Project Two Thousand. Hey, if you want us to release a new song from the studio, go like and uh, follow us on Facebook. 
Once we hit 2,000 on Facebook, we'll release another one. Or if we reach 1,000 on Instagram. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Or 1,000. We're halfway there. Over halfway there. Living our prayer. I would take that. If we reached 1,000 Instagram followers, I'd release Project 2,000. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Gives us an excuse to make another song before we hit 2,000 on Facebook. Exactly. Because <laughs> we need something else to do. Yes. It's fun. It's really fun. It's fun. Well, let's talk music. What you guys been listening to? Wow, okay. I've been digging <laughs> into a lot of like um a lot of worship music, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Just been trying to find some newer stuff. Um someone in particular I've been listening to um two two things. Uh, one was called uh, The Brilliance. I really like the stuff that I've heard so far. I've only heard a few songs so far. But their stuff is like lyrically really, really beneficial. But also musically, it's it's challenging, but like, like really, really like simple at the same time. So like there's a lot, there's not a lot happening, but the things that are happening are very like intricate and like, um, Captivating. That's probably the best word for it. Okay. <laughs> and then Ghost Ship is in the same realm as like Citizens and King's Kaleidoscope. They're all from the they're b- that band is from the Mars Hills Church that disbanded like a uh, long long time ago now. <clears throat> and I played um, a few of their songs uh, the other week at church. It was really good. Nice. And really, really just that recently. It's been a while. I realized I needed to update a lot of the songs I was playing. Yeah. Because I was kind of getting into a rut of playing the same songs over and over. And so I was like, okay, I think I need to I think I think need to hunker down and just <laughs> find new music, essentially. And so it's kind of my journey right now with that. Nice. What about you? Well, um, we had a bit of a group discovery of uh, um, an album by Surface to Air Missive called AV. Um, been listening to that a little bit, a good bit. Cause we, we got, I have it on vinyl now. I mean, I got it on vinyl and that's <laughs> why <laughs> I don't Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, um, been listening to today we listened to some bright eyes that was fun um but also um yeah Wilco um oh I I've been listening I've been listening to this album like a lot over the past couple months especially um like the past like six months, like the uh, Ben Queller, um, Sha Sha album. Mm. Cause he, yeah, he's got some fun lyrics, like the um one you know that has spaghetti in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, the intercourse reminds <coughs> her of eating spaghetti. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of Wilco, they're releasing a uh, deluxe edition. Edition. Of uh, Yankee Foxtrot, Yankee Foxtrot, yeah, Yankee and their Hotel. new album comes out May twenty seventh. Wow, Cruel Country, Cruel Country. It's a double album, twenty something songs. 
a double. Um, let's see, I've been listening to uh, quite a bit. <coughs> um, been going down the charts, trying to see, see what's happening in the music world. Um, listening to uh the Black Keys new stuff. Uh, listening to uh Kalani's new album. I listen to that. I'm a big R and B fan. Kalani's mm. great. Um, gosh, Justin Bieber dropped a new dropped a new track. Willie Nelson dropped a new track as well. And yeah, what are y'all doing? He moved my phone again. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Been going down the charts. Okay. Um, watching for new albums dropping. Um, yeah, I think like the only Kalani. I think that's what I've been listening to the most. Kalani and Post Malone. Kalani and Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and a ton of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have consumed hours. Diamond Studios podcast. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I follow like ten or eighteen thousand podcasts. Oh wow, you have a lot to choose from. I I have a lot, a lot. But There's yeah, a, I think my favorites, other than Diamond Studios podcast, have to be, well, uh, Ear Biscuits. Oh yeah. Oh good, yeah. Nice podcast, and then um, there's another one called uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me. That's really funny. That's interesting. What's that about? Um, they just talk about weird stuff. Oh. Like, um, hold on. I'll be cool up. if some weeks we did music <laughs> segments, and then some weeks we do podcast segments. Just shout out other podcasts as well. I mean, yeah, we can. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, would we run out of options? So. No. Like here's some of the names. <laughs> here's some of the names from the podcast. This podcast, um, Fluffy Butt Acres is one episode name. A cold one between the shoulders. Eeyore, Eeyore, Eeyore. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and the Mystery of the Perfect Beach Body. <laughs> what? What? Um. Chocolate that helps you fudge. <laughs> what are these titles? <laughs> what yeah. the crap do they mean? Gasoline of the body. That's the trumpet. Dangerous. Oh, here's here's where it, this is where I might have gotten the idea about finding animals. They have <laughs> one. They, they have an episode called "Could You Fight a Horse?" <laughs> oh. Uh, um. Do they talk like a whole hour about fighting a horse? Um. No. I mean, it's just like a part of it oh they must get really graphic (laughs) there's only so much you can say about fighting a horse without getting so far into the conversation it's true some of them are nice though keep your grades up that's one of the nah just drop let them fall (laughs) drop let them fall anyways that's enough free ad Free <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like you, t- <laughs> yeah. oh, um, you should listen to the Diamond Studios podcast. Yeah, listen to the Diamond Studios podcast. There's Star Wars Theory podcast. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Holy crap, it's May 4th. 
May the fourth be with you. On today. Today, yeah. Oh, well, shoot. This will be next. <laughs> yep. We're, this is when Obi-Wan was supposed to come out. It, well, yeah. What? Tier. But instead, it's coming out the 24th. 3rd? That was the 29th. It's this month. At <laughs> yeah, some month, point. It's coming out. We have to have a <coughs> party. We do. Watch party. Watch party. Hello there. <laughs> that was perfect. Yes. All right. Anyways, Sing us out. Sing us out. As Obi-Wan says hello, we're going to say goodbye. Goodbye. So that you can go watch why. Star Wars. I don't know why. I don't know um, why. Obi-Wan doesn't know why we're saying goodbye. <laughs> He's saying hello. Hey, <laughs> hey. You sound like a broken seal. Hey, <laughs> hey. All right, we're losing it. All right, that chaotic Go. energy's coming in. Right. No, just just Rich sing us out, John. Shot me in. No, come on, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> just sing just us. It. It's a, it's such a good idea. Viewers <laughs> will love it. This has been the podcast. <laughs> this has been the podcast. <laughs>